Alrighty, folks, we have two important topics to speak with Taylor on. We're going to make video number one about the Fed day and video number two about CPI. So they will both be out today. But Taylor, man, how you doing? I'm doing great. This is a big, big week. The market seems to be pricing in what they already know is going to come this week. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually think there's only one thing that's even open to debate on Fed day. Okay. Fire away. So, so I think a uh, pause is happening. Yep. I think so. The So let me break it down. I think there are three things that happen on Fed day. One, we get the rate decision. Yep. Two, we get a statement and three, we get Q and a correct. Okay. Pause. No brainer. Done. Yep. Two. I think we're going to get a statement that is basically we're data dependent, yada, yada, yada. You know, <laughs> we're not planning to, you know, we're not planning to plan to rate cut, blah, blah, blah. Kind of a nothing burger. And then in the Q&A, he's going to get grilled on when rate cuts are coming. Correct. So all of those are certain. Correct. It's kind of a boring Wednesday, except one thing. The only thing that I think is open for debate is the statement. Do they work in like one of the last paragraphs that kind of acknowledges that A, we might be at the terminal rate, A, B, our next move may be down, but far out. That's yep. the only thing that's open for debate, in my opinion. That's how I see Wednesday. What do you think? Yeah, my big question is, is there anything that could surprise the market to the upside? Meaning put more positivity in the market than what's currently being priced. Because rewind back, you know, to a month and a half ago at the beginning of November, and right. they said to us unequivocally, rate hikes might not be over, meaning rate hikes, you know, you might get higher interest rates in the future. And we are not talking about rate cuts. Yep. And the market flipped that on its head and said, listen, they're done hiking rates. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be five interest rate cuts coming in 2024. So what could they possibly say, even if they confirm that they're at the terminal rate and that interest rates are so let me, let me ask you that. Let me, let, let's break that down. Do you think in the statement or the Q&A or both that it becomes clear that the Fed thinks they're done? Do you think that – I don't – I think that is 100% dependent upon the number that we get tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. Because because tomorrow – and to, to be clear, what tomorrow morning is, is is we're going to get a CPI report tomorrow morning. Right yeah. now, the market expectation is about 3% on that. So right. if it so comes we'll, we'll in, break down CPI yeah, yeah, details yeah. next one. But yeah, okay. So yeah, I think, but I think that that outcome, which mm -hmm. the Fed likely already knows, right? Oh, yeah. I think no, that no. outcome is going to determine what they do. Okay. All right. And they're not raising – and I don't mean that as, as there's a chance they raise rates. They're not raising no, rates. They're not raising rates. No, that's not happening. Um, so where where do you think that might show up? Because, again, I think – again, I'm going back to what Powell has actually done. Yep. Over the last six meetings or so, the statement, in my words, appears to be a collection of the masses, right? All 18 or 19 people that are in the room trying to mm -hmm. you know, trying to thread the needle. Yep. But the Q&A is 100% Powell. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. He yep. Lets, I, I totally agree with that. Yep. Yeah. So he lets his, he lets the statement go out, you know, make all the other 18 people feel special and yada, yada, yada. But the Q&A, that is all him. Where do you think the surprise might be? The statement or the Q&A? 
So I agree with you on the Q&A, or, or I guess I disagree because I think the Q&A is where he has the chance to hit a stumbling block. Statement okay. is fully prepared. And at the end of the day, right now, again, to, to, to the point I was just trying to make is like, listen, stocks are priced in only optimism right now. Bonds for that matter too. Bonds have come screaming down in rates. And so therefore the market's going, listen, inflation's coming down. It's going to continue to proceed downward. And because of that, the Fed's done and they're going to be able to cut rates next year. Now, the only, you know, I don't see how much more optimism in rate cuts could come out of this. Yeah. I no. only see downside and I don't want to be a pessimist, but that's the reality of it. If we're pricing in five right now, how much more down, how much more interest rate cuts could possibly be priced in based on anything that he says, barring a CPI print that comes out really, really low. Yeah. So I think I just saw this morning, uh, Rate cut expectations have pushed back from March to May, which is kind of where they were three weeks ago. Um, still four or five rate cuts. It's kind of that fifth one's kind of, you know, not all the way baked yet. Yeah. Um, but something I'm trying to share with my audience, I want to see if you agree with this, Taylor. I actually, so first off, I think you know, I think a recession's coming Q1, Q2. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to get my audience to think about is, let's assume there's no recession. Let's assume they stick the soft landing, you know, positive GDP growth, unemployment, not above four and a half, you know, real wage growth, not, not, you know, all of these things. Let's assume they stick it. I actually think the Fed could cut three to four times next year just to maintain the restrictive nature. And I want to know what you think of that. Yeah, there's there's certainly logic to that because what you're saying there is inflation continues to come down and therefore the gap between where Fed funds rate and where inflation is is wider, thus being a more restrictive economic policy. I think yeah. that there's absolutely merit to that. Um, I just struggle to think that I, I struggle to think that that's what's being priced. That's what's yeah. being priced. That's the thing. It's like there is no tail risk being priced into the market of higher inflation or of a recession right now. The perfect scenario is what is what's being priced right now. And maybe some of that is, and this comes from kind of my Wall Street knowledge side of things, is maybe some of that is coming from the intrinsic buying that's being taken place right now by big institutional managers chasing in the year end because yeah. they don't want to show a big cash position on their statement at year end. And so maybe that is artificial and short-term in nature. But at some point, we have to face the reality, like this isn't a foregone conclusion that a soft landing is what's going to proceed here in the market, but that is absolutely what's being priced in basically yeah. across the board. And maybe maybe the, you know, the, the counterpoint to that is, okay, but maybe not, because look at what gold's doing. Gold's mm -hmm. trading at an all-time high right now. That doesn't jive with, markets on a you know 10 11 tear over the past five weeks yeah and you also i mean if you want to add in oil right oil is below was it below 70 bucks that's not necessarily a, a growing economy when oil is trading there commodities in general commodities in yeah. general are absolutely taking it on the chin right now so to your point is it is it global slowing demand driving commodity prices lower does that happen in a picture perfect economy i don't know yeah, it's pretty weird. So at the end of the day, what do you expect from Fed Day? Fed rate statement, q and I think that there is going to be some normalcy built into the markets after this. And I don't know that it happens between now and year end, because again, I do think there is that kind of artificial buyer in the big institutional space right now, trying to cleanse their books of cash, driving the market higher. But I think the market is going to have some sort of realization that like, listen, 
right now, everything is priced seemingly for perfection. And I don't know that that can continue into the early part of next year. Taylor, you do a lot of great things daily. Where can people find you? Yeah, find us at Life Goal Investments. We're on both Instagram and on TikTok. I appreciate you, you, Michael. Of course.